Welcome back to the My Sister Knows Why podcast. This week, we're talking about tips. Yeah. Let's Money. feed those tips. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Hi, Claude. Hey, Ange. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 40. 40. Wow, big four zero. Uh, join us this week while we answer your questions. Join us next week when we <laughs> answer your questions. This podcast is where we, we answer, answer questions, <laughs> questions. <laughs> that you may be too embarrassed to ask or just curious and too lazy to Google. Yeah. Let's get into Shout it. Shout out to our aunt. Oh, yeah. Auntie Carolyn. What's up? How's it going? How's your walk going? She listens to this while she walks. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, keep stepping. Okay. uh, Dive right into it. So we're going to talk about, like, why do we tip service workers? Why do we tip people? Yeah. How did that start? Obviously, like, I know why I do, but I don't know why it started. Why did it start? Yeah. Why? So when you used to eat out, like, pre-COVID. Yeah. So chalet. Sure. Whenever you, but when did you, whatever you paid for the bill, because I'm sure you oh, paid for the bill. 100% for. What percent tip do you usually leave? Um, t- I'd say between 10 and 15. Um, yeah, I would say I leave between 10 and 15. If I'm lo- really struggling, like during school, I was like, yeah. Sometimes I could only give 10. Yeah, yeah. But like, I try to give 15. If I'm using mom's card, oh, 15. like 50. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it also depends on what I'm getting and like how much effort had to be put in to like, to like doing, doing it. it. Yeah. So like restaurants, I feel like I tip higher, like twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also depends on the service I get. Like if you like the boba place we go to, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. I always tip like fifteen to twenty because like small business plus they are really good. Plus yeah, I love that every week. Yeah. Um, my thing is like. And I'm sure you'll talk about this, but if it's their job to do that, why yeah. tip? Yeah. Obviously, I think you should tip anyways mm-hmm. because... That's a great segue into the history of tipping. <laughs> so all of this information I got from an article... Oh, I didn't check what journal it's from, but it's like a scholarly article. Yeah. It's titled, I believe you, I guess. <laughs> the History of Tipping from 16th Century England to United States in the 1910s. And it's by Ofer H. Azar. Nice. Yeah. So there's a lot of a debate as to when tipping actually originated. For mm-hmm. example, the author Hemingway argues that it probably dates back to the Roman era, but some argue that it originated in the days when you could give a beggar a coin and that would buy you safe passage. So oh. that's probably a little bit later. Yeah. Um, another author, Brenner, attributes the origin of tipping to the 16th century coffee houses and pubs where brass urns were placed in the entrance and were inscribed with to ensure promptitude, which means to act quickly. Oh, yeah. okay. So this is where our titillating tidbit comes oh, in. Oh, hello. Titillating tidbit. <laughs> so <laughs> where did the origin of the word like tip come from? Like why yeah. do we call it a tip? Yeah. Um, In this context, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. there's a tip of like your finger. Yeah. Right? Okay. Or a mountain. So Brenner, the author I talked about before. Um, and Shine et al. claim it comes from the first three letters of to ensure promptitude or promptness. Oh. T-I-P. Yeah. Uh, this is debated. Some people are <laughs> of like, course. no. Like, it, yeah. just, it just came into existence. Like, but like, that's tip. kind of funny. Yeah, like, that's a cool thing to think about. 
Um, there's a couple other theories, such as from the Dutch word tippen, meaning tap, like the sound a coin makes when you place it on a table. Oh. Yeah. Um, possibly from a phrase in Romany, which is a gypsy language, um, tipper me your money, which means like, give me your money. Give me your money. Mm-hmm. Or the 18th century English phrase, tip me, meaning give me. Oh. Yeah. So, so there's definitely. Possibly, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's all of them. All, all of At them. The exact Every same single time. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> So, another author, Seagrave, suggests it may have begun in the Middle Ages, tipping, mm-hmm. which is around the 16th century um, in England. Um, this is when people used to stay at private homes, and they would sometimes leave a few et- extra coins for servants if the servants went above and beyond their ordinary duties. Um, these are called veils. Veils. V-A-I-L-S. Got it. Yeah. So even though these veils started as an extra compensation for like good service, which makes sense, mm-hmm. um, they soon became expected from every guest, and ungenerous tippers could find the like their horse injured or oh. like threats for oh, next time goodness. they come. Yeah. yeah. So if you either didn't tip or you weren't like didn't tip enough, yeah, um, there could be like dire consequences. No, not dire, but, but like bad consequences. consequences. Yeah. Yep, and many of the upper class found this custom annoying once it was expected because they often did not receive better service, and many looked to abolish the oh. tradition. <laughs> so you're like, really, I'm just like giving you money now yeah, without exactly. anything in return. So soon it was like every single thing you, like every service you got from getting out of your carriage, like a footman would come open your door, they would expect a tip. Yeah. If you stayed the night, the like um, house people, maids would expect a tips mm-hmm. like stuff like that but the service wouldn't necessarily be, be better, better than it was because before. it was just expected yeah. for them yeah so um the upper class tried to abolish this but it led to protests from servants in some places i believe um, that where it like nothing changed but in some places it actually worked mm-hmm. um and the tip wasn't like was no longer a thing Wow. Yeah. And often in these places um, where the tip was abolished, the, they would uh, increase the servants' wages to kind of compensate for that. So the oh, servants okay. would get more money. Yeah. So they're still kind of making yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. So tipping quickly spread among European countries and many commercial establishments such as pubs, hotels, stores mm-hmm. uh, sometimes um, had their to ensure promptitude boxes out. Um, tips were not given in the United States until after the Civil War, which is around like the 1800s, like yeah. the er, late 1700s, early 1800s. Um, and this is thought potentially because there wasn't really a servant class in the United States because it was the colonies, right? So yeah. people would go over. Um, and like waiters and coachmen and footmen saw themselves as employees, not servants. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in the later 1800s, um, so like 1890s, tipping became really common in America, mostly because affluent Americans who wanted to show they traveled to Europe Mm -hmm. and knew like the custom there because the custom in Europe was to tip to tip everyone. So when they came back, they wanted to be like, oh, I'm giving you a tip. And they'd be like, oh, like, why? Oh, I've been there. I've been to Europe. That's what they do there. Yeah. Seems a bit sus. A little sus, uh, very like um, does it doesn't didn't need to be a thing, yeah, in North it, America. Yeah, it was kind of just and like people was. being pretentious. Yeah. So in the states, some professionals uh, that adopted tips were also paid well, such as waiters. Um, this led owners of restaurants to come up with new ideas on how to either make a profit from people the tipping culture that's happening, or like to save money. 
um, from the tipping culture yeah. that's happening. Yeah. So some fancy restaurants charged waiters to actually like charge them the privilege to work at their restaurant. What? Because the tips they got were so good. Oh. Yeah. So they would actually wouldn't get they'd have to pay like one or two dollars to work at the restaurant and then give like take they'd get tips. Yeah. And some places even if you got a certain amount of tips, you had to give the rest to the management. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Mm-hmm. So in some places, owners decided not to compensate the workers and they relied on tips alone to make an income. Wow. Which was doable in some places. Yeah. Especially if you worked at some somewhere in a rich neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this plays on the social norms and manipulates customers receiving the service because some people tipped well, even if it was just okay service, because they knew the only income these waiters were getting was, tips. was from tips. Yeah. Which is very similar to what we have today. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in Canada, but in the United States. So I'm sure you've heard... Um, like things floating around that some waitresses waiters people in working in service industries only get like two to four dollars an hour and then rely on tips to make the rest of their money okay yeah because some states don't have like a minimum Minimum wage wage. that service workers have to have Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of like where this stems from a little bit Mm -hmm. so this is really important to remember that the customers are kind of getting manipulated in this case because tipping actually benefits the employer the most since they don't have to pay high wages to their waiters. What is happening with my voice? Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm losing <laughs> it. Yeah, so the employer doesn't have to pay higher wages to the employees. <laughs> yeah. And the um, and they save money by making the customer feel if, as if they should pick up the slack. Yeah. So really the only person that's benefiting in this situation is the employers and the owners of the establishments. Okay, so that's kind of the history of, like, where it came from. Got it. Um, what should an average tip look like? Um, what would your guess be? What does that mean? What do you... Like, what What do you think an average tip should be on, like, a, a bill or... Like, what... Like, pretty much the question I asked you at the beginning. Like, what do you tip? Oh. Yeah. Like, 15%. Yeah. So, according like to the average. Lorraine Glennon from ConsumerReports.org... Uh, you should leave 15 to 20 percent of the pre-tax total of your bill. Yes, pre-tax. I knew yeah. that. Um, she says never to dip below 15 percent unless the service has been really bad and then also speak to the manager. See, yeah. What if the service is really bad? Like, do you just not tip or is it still like a you should still tip? It's still like I think it's still based on like what I've read. It's you should still tip, but you tip like five to 10 percent. Yeah. See, that's interesting. Obviously, again, I'm speaking of like devil's advocate here, yeah. whatever. Um, but if if I was giving given really bad service, why would I tip? Why you? would I tip? Yeah. yeah. But then you also have to think on the other side of that, like some people make their money from the tips. Yeah. So if you don't tip because the service was bad, like sometimes it's not their fault. Like I was going to say that really late. Yeah. Then yeah. it's not your server's fault. Um. So, yeah, it, you really have to think about it. That's why I think some people still leave a little bit of a mm-hmm. tip because sometimes it's out of their control. And I, yeah, but, I feel like it's just human decency to, even if it was bad, it's true. Like, if yeah. you think it's that bad where you don't want to leave a tip, you should probably talk to management, yeah, and but still like, leave something. Yeah. Yeah. So, she also has suggestions based on profession. So, hairdressers, she says, leave to a 10 to 20% of the cost. 
Uber drivers should be 10 to 20% of the fare. Um, food delivery people should be 20% of the entire bill or 3 to $5, whichever is higher. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a hotel housekeeper should be 3 to $5 a day. Yeah. Yeah. I know um, some people who have ordered food and just refuse to tip. I'm like... The delivery driver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, is that not how they... Like, there's a service fee, but then there's also the tips, which is how I'm they make the majority of their money. I'm sure the service fee doesn't go to the delivery driver, like the, the Uber driver. Mm-hmm. It goes to, like, Uber. I'm pretty sure it goes to Uber. I don't know. I could be, like, spewing wrong facts, <laughs> but... I'm pretty sure the service fee or like a portion of it goes to yeah. the driver, but not all of it does. Yeah. Cause I know uh, my one friend from the program I just graduated from, um, <laughs> 2021 graduate. um, he was an Uber driver and he, I totally might be remembering this wrong, but I thought, remember him saying like tips are a big deal and it sucks when like I've like, again, this is my job, but at the same time you're still. I don't know it's that it's that weird in between of like this is my job i'm getting paid for it but at the same time yeah i know tips. um i've heard from someone that sometimes like the, like uber drivers don't get their tips so you shouldn't pay based on like through your credit card um you can put like put the tip outside the door for them to grab oh. and then when you get your food mm-hmm. so i've done that a couple times oh have of, you like, yeah of just like oh we want to make sure that this is actually going yeah, to this you. Is going to you so and again even with that situation where it's like um i've had i've ordered food and it's like usually on uber eats it's yeah. it's it says the expected time and then it says no later than because yeah. they might have other stops in between and that's happened before and i haven't been like oh my goodness i'm so mad that i mm-hmm. got my food later than it said because it's like that's their job mm-hmm. they have other thing like there's a possibility that could be later than possible and that's not their fault per se like they took on another order yeah. so i don't think or like it, they got stuck in traffic or something yeah so i don't think it's you should be punishing them if it's not per yeah. se like their fault mm-hmm. it's different when they're like circling a neighborhood yeah we've had that happen before. but even that like sometimes that you can't see the numbers because they, it was we were waiting for like a slushy drink pretty so much. it melted yeah but yeah. okay um have you heard of a fixed gratuity before uh yes but i don't know what it is so this is from the irs.gov website Got um, it. so it's often placed on a bill of large dining parties oh okay so if you have like you i think it's more than eight people then you'll have like a fixed gratuity placed on the bill mm-hmm um, it's considered a service fee, which is different from a tip because the customer doesn't um, is required to pay it. You have to pay the service fee. Oh, it's not like optional. It's not optional. Got it. Um, the customer doesn't get to determine the amount that you pay. It's like predetermined yeah. with how many people, what you're doing. And you don't get to choose who it goes to, like the server versus the company oh. or like the owner of the restaurant, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So it's basically just the set fee that is automatically applied when you have a large party of people dining at a place. That makes sense because yeah, usually they're like you're gonna need more attention. Yeah. Sometimes you need like two you. servers. Yeah. Um. Or like you need more food or whatever. So usually it's like ten percent, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've gone to a restaurant. I think it was the Mandarin, and I didn't. You've eat. been to the Mandarin? Oh, okay. We, we've been to the Mandarin before. Have we? Yeah. When? After Grandpa's funeral. Was that the Mandarin? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we went to the Mandarin. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, we're at the Mandarin. I didn't eat. I just went because it was for um university thing. Yeah. And after everyone got separate bills, there was like, I don't know, probably 20 of us. Yeah. And a couple people paid and they tipped because obviously like, like it's, it's an automatic tipping, reaction pretty much but they didn't realize that there's a fixed gratuity on the bill already oh. so there was this big debate of do you tip if there's already if there's a already a gratuity. like fixed gratuity yeah which i don't know because like you don't know if that fixed gratuity is going to the server or the yeah, yeah. but then it's just like another service fee right mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's the debate i feel like um especially when you're going to fancier restaurants that yeah. if you have the ability, obviously this isn't for everyone, but if you have the ability and the funds to go there, then you should mm-hmm. have some sort of funds to tip as well. Yeah. Some restaurant, like really fancy restaurants is like if your waiter opens a bottle of wine and pours it for you, like you have to tip more. Yeah. There's it's like rules? 25% <laughs> instead of 20%. Huh? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Don't go any fancy restaurants. <laughs> I don't plan on it. Yeah. Um, okay, so tipping in Canada, right? Because yeah. obviously tipping in the States and tipping in Canada is a little bit different. Yeah, because of minimum wage. Exactly. So this is from nationalpost.com. Yeah. So the question is, why do we tip in Canada? We have a minimum wage. The lowest minimum wage in Canada is $11.45 in Saskatchewan. Oh, um, really? That's Yeah. In Ontario, ours is fourteen twenty-five, something like that. Yeah, ours changed recently, mm-hmm. right? Like so within a, that's, two years. I think that's a living wage, or they're getting up to a living wage. Yeah, I thought they were trying to get to fifteen dollars. I think they are. Okay, but it's not as low as like think like servers in the United States. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird that you're getting paid a minimum wage, yet it's still the social norm to tip. To tip, yeah, right, yeah. So it's like there's not really a clear answer of why we still tip. Well, what the heck are other we than, doing here then? Other than, like, <laughs> it's kind of just a social norm. And, yeah. like, you can be frowned upon if you I don't I was about to tip. say that. Yeah. Like, I have um, a friend. She works at um, Harper's Landing, I think it's called. Sure. It's, like, a fancier restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she sometimes she makes, like, bank, bank on bank. tips. Bank. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, like, she'll work, like, a 10-hour shift. Which is also Which bank. is a lot because she's getting $14 an hour. And then on top of that, she gets, like, a bunch of tips. So it's kind of weird. And it also tipping varies from province to province. Mm-hmm. So enlighten me. Here in Ontario, I would say that the accepted tip is 15%. Yeah. 20% if you can afford it, but like 15 to 20% I feel is pretty yeah. um accepted other than like a fancy restaurant sometimes where you pay the, higher, yeah. whatever. But um in places where tourism is high such as like Montreal, mm-hmm. um Vancouver, yeah, I was going to say that. Even like downtown Toronto. Oh yeah. Um it's it could be increased. Like some people expect twenty to twenty five percent. Yeah. So um, from that article in the National Post, areas such as Vancouver, the average accepted tip could be twenty to twenty five percent. Yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah. Of, depending on what you're getting. Well, if you a hundred dollars, that's mm-hmm. yeah twenty five bucks. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I had it in my head, and then I doubted myself, but I said it anyways. Yeah. And the thing that sucks is some restaurants and companies don't spread their tips evenly. So you may leave a 15% tip, but um, some restu- restaurants don't do tip payouts. Mm-hmm. So I know I had another friend in high school. She was a hostess 
So um, she got tips, even yeah. though she wasn't a server, because at the end of the day, they would pool all the tips together right, and then divide and it and split them. So some would go to the back people, the like back the, people, the, the kitchen, kitchen staff. staff. Yeah. <laughs> some would go to the hostess. Yeah. Um, some would go to the servers, obviously. Um, but some people like the cooks, line prep, dishwashers don't see any tips, which is like they're making your yeah. food. See, I don't know. I feel like I'm on I'm on the fence with this one because I think it's bogus that. If you have a really good server who's just like that perfect amount of not talking too much. Yeah. But, but like paying attention. Enough. Yeah. And is like kind of engaging. Um, like if you have a couple of those people who are bringing really in good. most of yeah. the tips. Then, then it, they might yeah. feel that it's unfair. Yeah. That their like really good service is not getting but, rewarded. But at the same time, it's you're still a hostess. You're still yeah. You're like, still working, interacting with customers, and even mm-hmm. the people in like kitchen staff, like they're making yeah. the food. But then it also wraps back to that's their job. So yeah, it's, it's all like that's their so job. Weird. The point of a tip is that well, the point of the tip in when it started was that you gave extra money because you got better service or yeah. someone went above and beyond. Yeah. But if your job as a server is to bring out the food and that's all you did. Yeah. Or I don't s- seat me to my table. Yeah. Like yeah. how is that yeah. really? That's an interesting. Yeah. Also debate to put this out there. Claude and I have, I've never worked a service job. No. I mean, I work customer yeah. service, but I've never worked in a restaurant. No. Um, and I don't know tip culture that yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do know that the one friend I was talking about that works at the fancy restaurant, she has to deal with some pretty big... I believe it. ...buttheads. I 100% believe it. Who like, are even, sexist yeah. and, like, kind of harass her a little bit. And, I'm like, if she's getting huge tips from them because she's working her charm on them... Yeah. Like, good on her because Go, she yeah. has to deal with that. Yeah. So... It's so true. Even, like, the the place that we worked at like there were some pretty not great people yeah customers. i could only imagine mm-hmm. some like, of the things that people have to go at through. restaurants yeah and especially as a woman too even yeah. some like men obviously everyone I'm has to deal with that, that. But... wait you're ruining it Stop oh my it. goodness yeah um okay so tipping in other countries right because yeah north america is not the center of the world unfortunately <sighs> dang it <laughs> so Based on a little bit of research, in most European countries, tipping isn't generally accepted unless their service was, like, really good. Right? Uh-huh. So they went backwards. So they, they started it, first And of if all. you didn't like the service, then it's socially acceptable not to tip. Wow. Yeah. They started it. It's their fault that... This could be I wouldn't wrong, say this like, is a fault, but... But, yeah. Wow. Um, according to the travel magazine Afar.com... Rounding up to the nearest euro is acceptable on a bill. That's yeah. So like that makes you're sense. giving, I don't know, it could be 50, 50 more cents or whatever. Yeah. Um, and most European countries have a minimum wage that is a living wage. So even if you don't give a tip, it's not like you're taking someone's rent from them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like that. In, in um, Asian countries as well, it de- it really depends because a lot of Asian countries are high tourist areas. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. I mean, so are European countries, but mm-hmm. a lot, they get a lot of tourism. So sometimes it's expected yeah. more. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, why do we tip? Why do we tip, Ange? Ofer is making an appearance. Ofer, again. Ofer oh, H this guy's, yeah. As a czar. Yeah. Um, so tips. That's the one. <laughs> I don't know his last name. So tips are a unique phenomenon because there's no legal obligation for you to tip. Yeah. Right? It's just a social yeah. obligation, I guess. Um, some have suggested that we tip to ensure good service in the future. Karma. So if you tip before product, you'll get that product in a timely manner or it'll be really exceptional. 
Um, and if you frequent the establishment, then you'll get good service when you come again. Yeah. But this doesn't really explain tipping for a one-time service, like going to a hotel. Yeah. That you don't obviously frequent. Now, right? wouldn't it make more sense to tip before so that you ensure that you have good service? Or do you tip after when you know you've gotten good service? These are the questions. This is the question. That keep me up at night. Especially, well, like most places you tip before if you're doing fast food. Because you tip before when you pay and then you get your stuff and you leave. Oh, But like yeah, with yeah, a yeah. restaurant, you pay after, after the service. You food, yeah. So you can kind of base your tip on their service. Yeah. But I guess the point of fast food is you want it in a timely manner and you want it done decently well. And when I'm doing fast food, it's, I talk to like two people maybe. Yeah. Sometimes only one. <laughs> wow. What a yeah. conversation to have. Also, if you don't tip well, you could say that you might be in danger of future revenge. Yeah. Right? So it's like Karma. maybe in the back, back of the eye. <laughs> like if we didn't tip well at our local boba place, maybe they'd be like, these are the girls that don't tip. These like we're not putting a lot of boba. boba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what the world has come to. So this brings us into the opposites of tipping because you empathize with the person because you know you they get low wages. Yeah. Or out of fear of being insulted by the workers. Um... Yeah, how do you feel about that? Do you think it... I feel like... I feel like I, I, tip. I tip because, like, I know that they're working a service job and they yeah. probably have to deal with... Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> they probably have to deal with stuff that, like, is not great and, like, they're mm -hmm. getting minimum wage. I, yeah, I guess it's more of an empathy, not necessarily because it's, like, this is, like, this... this money that i'm giving you as a tip is what you're living off of no yeah but it's because you probably have to deal with so many other people mm -hmm. that may not be great customers and it's like you you probably deserve this even though maybe you weren't fantastic like yeah and went over the top with me i'm sure you did with other like it's yeah. just one of those things where it's Share like yeah off. go go ahead this is yeah. yours so this is probably one of the early reasons why people continued the custom, like out of fear of being insulted by yeah. the workers, um, because it doesn't really. Um, but sorry, but this idea of fear or empathy doesn't explain the situation in Canada where most employees get a living, a living wage. wage. Yeah. Um, so another theory is that we tip in order to get better service from people by giving them an incentive to work harder. Mm -hmm. However, this has not really been proven. Um there's been some studies but it's not really been proven that you get better service yeah um and since tipping is a social norm and is expected right you're mm -hmm. someplace like if you see a tip screen i'm not gonna put zero yeah um some people may not PayPal. like some work paypal <laughs> some workers may not actually feel incentivized to work harder because they know like it's the social norm to tip so Especially why would i work yeah why would if, i work harder yeah if you have a living wage where yeah. it's like i'm fine yeah so, and this is especially true when tips go to the higher ups and not directly to the mm -hmm. person itself because they're like, why should I try harder mm -hmm. when they're going to tip anyways and I'm not going to see that extra 10% that I would have put in. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately, I think we tip because it's so ingrained in our culture mm -hmm. and the expectation is to do so yeah. for service. And also sometimes I people actually do go above and beyond. Oh, yeah. 100%. There's this, there was this one worker at the local Aziz in Hamilton. He was so nice. He'd yeah. like ask you about your day. He was friendly. He'd like kind of sing while he was doing. Like he just oh. seemed to be so happy. And I was yeah. like, I'll give you twenty percent. Like heck yeah. yeah. And it's just yeah. like I feel like because the normal, at least for like my age right now, the age that I'm at, and like mm -hmm. my financial situation, 
because f- 10 to 15 percent is the average mm-hmm. if you are doing like really well i will i will tip 20 25 percent so it's like because 10 and 15 has become the average for depending on where you are obviously doing that extra is like Mm -hmm. good okay so should tipping be eliminated um this is a question no i don't think so i got this information from an opinion piece from grubstreet.com and from eater.com nice some information they cited some articles but i was like i'm just gonna it was an opinion piece people so don't take this all like obviously don't be preaching it to to your neighbors yeah there'll there'll be personal opinions on both sides yeah so this is a very heated debate debate in the hospitality field. <laughs> yeah. On one hand, people argue that tipping should be eliminated and workers should just be paid a living wage, especially in the U.S. Yeah. Um, so playing devil's advocate on that, though, when the restaurant has to pay higher wages, the food prices often go up to supplement that lost income yep, that's that needed sense. to pay for the higher wages. Um, and this can deter customers from ordering more food because it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. So if if actually... There's a burger joint that I used to go to all the time when I was in Hamilton. Pinks. So good. Um, They upped their prices when the minimum wage went up. Which totally makes sense. It makes sense. But I was so blown away. I was like, like $11 for a burger (laughs) now? And it used to be like- Which that's like a normal thing. Yeah. It used to be like $8 or something. So, but obviously I still went there (laughs) because it's so good. But yeah, it's just kind of jarring when you know the prices and you see that they went up. You're like, what's going on? Yeah. And some people may order less food because it's more expensive. And they still want to stay like within their budget. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So on the other side of this, sometimes it might actually be like the same price, the price of the food plus the tip. But if you look at it all at once, some people are like, like, oh, it's too expensive. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think that people should have a uh, yeah you know that's interesting Mm -hmm. i think people should have a a living wage just because i feel like that's good like human i want to say rights basic rights yeah yeah. um but at the same time if you're making more money Mm -hmm. with the tips that you're making then people in that situation could be like no No, i am good with my wage Mm -hmm. yeah so there's been a couple restaurants in like new york or i think southern no where's the golden gate bridge san francisco southern (laughs) southern (laughs) where they like were like we're not doing tips yeah like they increase the price of their food money and it made the workers really uncomfortable because they didn't they weren't able to they didn't get as much money as they did with tips yeah and they like some customers stopped coming because the prices were higher stuff like that and Mm -hmm. then some of the restaurants ended up going back to tips and the workers were like really relieved yeah so i could see that though and it's also if you have someone my theory okay no i was gonna say if you don't like where you're working don't work there but some people don't have the options but i don't know i feel like if you're in a restaurant situation, if you're a server, you kind of need that motivation. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to put my best face forward um, to, like, to make sure that tip. I, yeah, that I get a good yeah. tip. And uh, like all workplaces I've learned need some sort of motivation, mm-hmm. whether it's in like raises or tips or something else. So it's, I don't know, I think it'd be hard to just completely eliminate it from everywhere because yeah. that's 
And some people want like a that tip. motivation. So it's been argued that tipping makes the customer feel good because they're given the power to like benefit someone directly or they can use it to complain about service. Yeah. And like they can leave a 5% tip and be like, your service was bad. Yeah. So it can it kind of communicates with the restaurant. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, tipping also has its roots in sexism and racism. Yes. And maybe we will see a change with the social change we're seeing nowadays. So from a survey from the Integrated Public Use Microdata Series... On the medium hourly <laughs> tips from 2010 to 2016, those who identified as white had the highest tip, mm-hmm. and those who identified as Asian uh, get got the lowest tip within yeah. an hour. That so, sounds right. Not surprised by that's that. That's why some people are arguing like tips are some people are racist and yeah. use that in their tips, and, ha- and like that um, directly is a consequence what's the what's the opposite of a, a benefit a consequence right yeah yeah that's a consequence <laughs> to that person <laughs> yeah um i also put women may need to f- feel the need to brush off sexual harassment because of the tips Disgusting. they may get at the end of the service yeah which is so not okay no um especially if you're living like literally living off those tips yeah then you will get like sexually assaulted and harassed yeah. but you kind of just have to deal with it because of the tips and you're not allowed to complain because if that's a big customer that's yeah. like you know racks in money mm-hmm. you don't really have an option so i definitely think there's like pros and cons to each side of yeah keeping the tip and maybe making it optional actually no um keep the tip men and women just need to be better yeah like be better human beings just, be better. just don't harass your waitress or waiter yeah. the last sentence i put was a lot of food for thought <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah yeah that's honestly uh when you mentioned this topic last week i'm like i don't know how much you're gonna get out of this one but yeah. sure but it's like why really interesting it's yeah. just like these are the things where it's like why when did this start thing? why do we it makes sense it? like yeah it's logical but like why did we start doing it in the first place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and why did it continue yeah wow i feel thanks for listening <laughs> uh, what are we doing next week i have no idea uh we're gonna talk about dinosaurs i do know um i'm done school now i have time to talk about dinosaurs okay where do they come from where do they go where do they come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Uh, if you want to keep up to date with us and our puppy, follow us on our Instagram <laughs> at... Switching it up. Uh, my sister knows why. No spaces, no nothing. Um, follow us on all the major podcast platforms. You know the ones. Your favorite one. Your favorite ones. The big ones, the small ones, the medium ones. The weird ones. Itty bitty ones. Yeah. Um, yep. Give us a rate on Apple Podcasts. Don't Google dinosaurs. Don't do that. Uh, come back next week where we talk about dinosaurs. I thought I'd switch it up, but it doesn't work like that. Okay. Okay, we're going to leave. TTYL, goodbye. Adios. Ready now? Yes, I think so. Okay. Do you know what we're doing this week? We're doing tips. Yes. <laughs>